people always ask me about Alcoholics Anonymous and what it was like. What was it really like? I could actually, I can, I can go on, I can go on in many different ways, but the best way I could sit there and describe it in one possible sentence. A false line of recreational bullshit that you, the American public, blindly buy into every single day. Let's break it down and go back to the beginning, shall we? Back in the 1930s, during the height of the Great Depression, Bill Wilson, a failed stockbroker whose wife was working three dead-end jobs and he was neck-deep in alcohol and, and, um, and drinking bathtub gin, which was low, loaded with a large amounts of ethanol, which was, screwing, which was completely screwing up his brain and his judgment. Um, the guy also suffered a, a severe case of narcissism and a lot of mental health issues. So, really, after after a while, when he got he got managed to get himself sober, well, they, he he said he had a spiritual breakthrough. Fact of the matter is, while he was detoxing off the shit, while he was in a, while he was in a nut house, he was sitting there hallucinating and was having a mental breakdown, and was going it was going borderline insane. So, what did he do? He, he in a very narcissistic way let out a simple way a way of staying sober. And Dr. Silkworth, he took some basic advice and stuff from Dr. Silkworth. And Dr. Silkworth gave him some advice and gave him some help. And he ex- expressed what he thought the drink, what the, the, the core basis of drinking really was. And that only worked for Bill Wilson and Bill Wilson alone, because Bill Wilson alone was, was a narcissist and was a severely mentally ill man who self-deluded himself every single day. So the, the reality is, at the end of the day, the guy sat there and took some advice that was only intended for him and thought he was going to be a guru. And if Dr. Bob had any sense, he should have sat down uh, with Dr. Silkworth directly instead of sitting down with Dr. Bob. Anyway, that's how it all started. Because we lived in a system that didn't properly medicate cell, um, the, the idea of self-help or to discover that, you know what... Alcoholism itself must be treated by a physician and a physician alone. That is a that is a condition that is supposed to be um, dealt with by medical professionals. So, he talked to Doctor Bob. They talked together. They decided they were going to start Alcoholics Anonymous. Within the first hundred to two hundred members, when Bill Wilson sat down to actually write a story, he didn't actually write the big book. Bill Wilson wrote down his story on a piece of paper. And he wrote, wrote it out. And Clarence Snyder, one of the first members, the man who really wrote the big, the Alcoholics Anonymous big book, as they call it, sat there and he had to crumple up Bill Wilson's story, throw it out the window, and talk to his wife and his grandparents who actually raised Bill Wilson. So what you read in the big book is actually a very brilliant, creative um, writer or journalist or someone who basically knows how to write very well and pieced together with what, from, from interviewing Bill's, Bill's family. The man's brain was so was so melted down and rotted from drinking bathtub gin that um, he couldn't think or talk straight. And the reality is, if you think the man if you think the man did not want to be the center of attention when he went to a meeting, I hate to tell you this: that movie with James with James Woods and James Garner that was a little crap. He actually did like being the center of attention. Bill Wilson also. He had, he had a group of men called the Bill W. Committee. Their job basically was to be bodyguards to keep him from hitting on women at meetings. 
On a regular basis, the man very periodically was cheating on his wife left and right. In fact, the man's cheating and philandering on, 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 on Lois Wilson, his wife, got so bad that when he died, unfortunately, Lois Wilson found out he left the royalties to, his, uh, to the big book and everything that he made um, off of it to, him, to, um, to his mistress, Helen Wynn, who by the time Bill Wilson died had, had stopped sleeping with him, moved on, and, uh, and, and got a life of her own, discovered how full of shit Bill Wilson really was. Unfortunately for Helen Wynn, she had to look Bill Wilson dead in the eye and discover that um, that Bill Wilson only left her, left Lois Wilson, a house, which was going to have to pay off the lawyers. The escrow was going to have to pay off the lawyers, um, a crappy car, and some clothing. Unfortunately, by the time Lois Wilson tried to cash out, she was making no money at all. She barely had anything, even though she founded Al-Anon. All the, all the literature and pieces that were used to start Al-Anon didn't come to fruition, didn't get published until years after she died. Unfortunately, her sponsees, or the people that helped her form Al-Anon, had to pay for her funeral. By the time, Al- by, by the time Lois Wilson died, she was sleeping on friends' couches and was completely unbedridden. Unfortunately, that poor woman suffered every day of her life by, um, by Bill, Bill Wilson's side. A lot of times, Bill Wilson was a fraudulent businessman, businessman, a con artist, and begged for whiskey on his deathbed. Not to mention, he was on L. He, the doctors prescribed to him LSD early on. So, ninety percent of what you read about, or him talking about that spiritual awakening, was in reality he was on acid, completely on acid. How many people? How many people spend their uh, spend time on LSD, and they and they think they're seeing they're, they're seeing um, they're seeing the, the hand of God speaking through them. Reality is they're high on drugs and they're not really doing anything. Over the years, it was the same thing. It was the same regurgitated mess over and over again. Then with separation of church and state, it became a hell of a lot easier for, for Alcoholics Anonymous to operate on their own whim without, without the outside world interfering. Unfortunately, things got so bad that by the early 2000s, more people, um, your, your average cathedral or church, more people would spend time in the basement in the, in the meeting hall than they would actually spend time going to church on Sunday. Why? Because 90% of them were at Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. You walk in there, you walk in there and they make you feel like you're the best thing since sliced bread. They make you feel like, hey, you're, you're, you're the most important person alive. On the surface, they make it seem like this utopian society where everybody has their best interest at heart. But in the reality, in the long run, you, the public, blindly buy into it. Make your pick. If you're a naive male looking to, um, look, I'm looking to have, looking to have some aging, uh, some aging man trying to live vicariously through you to make so he can feel young and powerful and important, then hey, you're you're good as gold. If you're a girl and you're attractive and you're still booping, uh, burping off booze and crack off your breath and when you're fresh out of detox, then you're a piece of ass to them, and you, the public, blindly buy into it. And there's always some Tony Robbins wannabe. There's always some guy there who wants to sit there and act like the guru. That is the guy you have to watch out for the most because he is the one. He's trolling the girls and he's trying to get one thing, a piece of ass, and he doesn't care. After about 10 or 12 years, your average married man who goes to AA, it's not about being, it's not about being married anymore. It's not about being loyal to your wife. It's about living vicariously to the young people. I mean, it's about going, it's about hanging out after hours. It's about doing all the fun stuff that the mob gets to do, minus the money laundering and the death. Well, here's the sad part. <laughs> um, then you have what's known as, well, we call them groomers. 
women with time under their belt who basically train other young girls to be young, uh, basically to, to kind of help them not have objective thinking. If they know his little creepy behaviors in men, the groomers, they sit there and they kind of educate them and prepare them. They say, no, you don't. It's okay. A pass here, a flirt there. No, these these are not bad behaviors. This is, it's okay, you know. Their job basically is to make those girls believe that things are um, things are worse than they really are. But the reality is, a groomer's job basically is to take is to take those girls and prepare them for being taken advantage of and being used for sex by those men in Alcoholics Anonymous. Meanwhile, 90% of the time, these poor married men's wives never question why there's there's a fresh change of clothes in the backseat of their car. Why is there's a bar of soap? Why is there a bottle of cologne in the backseat of their car? And why do they need to pass? Why is that there's always um, the receipt for a truck stop? 90% of the time, if you actually go to if you go to um, if you go to a truck stop where near where there's an alcoholics anonymous meeting, half the married men who go to AA meetings who are cheating on their wives. If you look at the security cameras, those guys are in and out because they've taken a shower behind their wives' backs and they've been and they've been um, they've been having they've been philandering on their wives with a lot of girls who are fresh out of detox and rehab who don't even know better. And these girls, they don't. They, I mean, their their heads are still foggy. Their body's now just clear booze, and their judgment is way off. They have brand new emotional muscles they haven't exercised in a long time because. Their whole, their whole judgment is all fogged out with booze and drugs and all kinds of stuff. Basically, it's no, it's no, it's no different than taking advantage of an unsuspecting child or an underage teenager who, who's not capable of making that proper judgment call. Really, if you think about it, it's no different than, I mean, preying on some, um, some young girl who's, um, who's basically legal to sleep with, but her judgment is not there. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. That's no different than a child down the than a pedophile molesting a child. It's sick, it's wrong, it's not even okay. I personally never had the stomach for that sort of thing. Is 90% of this legal? Or even immoral? Uh, not in the slightest. This, I mean, this is all pretty sick behavior. But here's the other part. It is a conglomerate that pull, pulls in over $2 billion a year. Money in the basket, money there. Now there's about at least two billion dollars of tax-free money that that's in, um, that that's floating in and out of Alcoholics Anonymous on a yearly basis to actually give false help and to take advantage of girls and to act and, and to pretend to help people when they're really not. They can kid themselves, but it's nothing more than more than, than a shady cult that's managed to con the American public and the U.S. government into thinking they're actually helping people when they really don't. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. When you sit down in a meeting like that, you're taking advice from, from ex-cons and men who have serious problem, mental, mental health issues. Aside from alcoholism and substance abuse, these guys don't know a damn thing about self-help, not real help. Real help is, is getting we got coming to you. Real help is answering for the crap that you've done to people. Real help means that you have to eat humble pie and admit that you fucked up. But these guys don't know that. Real help means that you have to sit down with a therapist or a doctor to kind of sit there and give it to you, to give it to you straight and say, dude, you are no help to anybody else. Why don't you try helping yourself and, and, and yourself alone? Or admit that, you know what, the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous don't actually work. It's actually been it's actually been um, it's been medically proven that AA does not, is not A, not effective, but B, is utterly useless. I know. Ouch, right? But at the end of the day, what's more important? 
actually getting real help, or B, signing up for some creepy weird cult that that, that poses itself, and they, they say they're not a religion. They say that they're not that they're a self-help organization. They say that they're 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 they're, um, they're, 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 they're not an alternate society, but in reality, they are all these things. They act as a cult. They operate as a cult. They groom people. People on top of that, it's they and they're using the young, the young. They're using the girls. What do you got there? That you have another form of sex trafficking going on. The only difference is that this kind of sex trafficking, nobody's getting actually. Yeah, that is sex trafficking. They're exploiting these poor girls who don't know any better, and they're exploiting the guys to live vicariously through them. Eventually, what you got to do is got to simply and reckon. You got to simply recognize it for what it is. And unfortunately, what you don't know is that on an average of 20,000 women a year die as a result of men that they meet in Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Ouch, right? Look at your average small town. I can bet you if you have a prominent bar, that's, that's a huge hangout for college students. That's a huge hangout for lots of people to go to. Chances are that bar owner himself is a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. Himself is doing the very thing that I'm talking about right now. But hey, why should we all care? Hmm? After all, it's the American public who suffers who's being used and conned and lied to. I mean, the reality is, not your average person does even, does it does not even know that's going on. But but however, when you look at the bigger picture, it's pretty disgusting. I, for one, couldn't stomach it. After a while, I just had to quit. Do I miss it? No. I'll be back with part two.